Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. This episode is the next episode in our ongoing conversation we call Reality Recalibrated. Daniel and I sit down and talk sports, but not in the way you would typically expect two sports fans to talk about sports. We dissect it in only a way that Reality Recalibrated can. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Reality Recalibrated. I'm your co-host, Daniel Key, and with me, of course, is the opposite co-host of me, Sergio Lugo. Opposite co-host? Is that what we landed on? Yeah, that was, that was the one we talked about in the focus groups. Uh, opposite co- I'm telling you, that's what the focus groups liked. Okay. All right. Hey, hey, I'm here for the fans, man. All right. Well, how's your week been, then? It's been, it's been long. It's been very long. It's only Tuesday, Sergio. More of a Jesus. reason to say that it's that's, been long. If it's terrible. only Tuesday. That's terrifying. And I'm already like, man, this <laughs> damn week. You got five to go, man. Yeah, yeah. All right. So um, what? what well, I guess we're, ta- we're here to podcast about sports today. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's So it's mid-October, right? Mid-October. Um, many would say this is the peak we're at peak sports right now. Yeah, it's hot. It's really hot right yeah, now. Sports yeah. is hot right now. Yeah. Um. We, 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 what do we have? We have b- basketball starts literally today. Today? Like the, the real season. Uh, LeBron will be on the Lakers. Oh, God. That's so weird to even think about. Go uh, on. Uh, but let's say b- baseball. Uh, it's it's October, so that means playoffs. On the, on the TV behind you right now is... Oh, is, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. The National League Championship Series between the Brewers and the Dodgers. Yeah, I completely forgot about baseball. All right. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> uh, hockey's been going for a while. I don't know how long. I feel like hockey is like all year round. Like they're just punching each other from like January to December. <laughs> and then they take a break and they start punching again. I think that... Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. That's that's just Canada. That's <laughs> their only break is when it's so cold that they like finally get to go home and I don't know. They they, actually, no, their their only break is that the three weeks the ice is melted. Okay, so it's actually the the, the, the peak, the yeah. peak summer. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, of course that's how it'll be. It would be based on winter. Well, uh, the big sport is of course football. We're what is it? Week six. No, week seven. Um, It'll be week seven. Yeah. We're playing fantasy, so yeah, we should know. Yeah, week seven. Well, I'm playing fantasy. You're just losing fantasy. Oh, God. All right, so you want to just start there? You want to just start talking about uh, <laughs> fantasy football, I guess? I don't... I, I don't, I don't right, and how it plays into things, so... Uh, yeah, like, we bring up the topic of sports, but I, I don't want to talk about sports. It's true. I don't want to get too uh, like, I don't, stuck in the current events of sports. I already have podcasts that I do about sports, and those are great. But I, like, I don't want to make Super Bowl predictions. Yeah, I don't we're want trying to, to recalibrate things. Here. Yeah. We're not trying to like analyze exactly, exactly. the reality that is. Yeah, like, I, it, my team is out of the playoffs in baseball. I don't really give a shit who wins. That's so right. there's no reason for me to. Yeah, we're not going to. It's going to suck to be a yeah. Brewers fan. A Brewers fan. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Is there like free beer? Reality brewed. No one steal that. Once our empire takes <laughs> once over, it moves to Milwaukee, dude. Reality <laughs> like, brewed. Reality brewed. Like we gotta once uh once I start my micro brew, 
<laughs> reality brood. Yeah, reality brood. Oh man. Oh, that logo would look really good on the side of a beer bottle. Now once you open your uh your uh your porn site, it's gonna be called Reality Screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta branch out. Gotta branch out. Okay. Okay. So, so what do we like? We we want to talk about sports, but we don't want to talk about sports. So, so what are we talking about? I don't know. I mean, I, I really thought fantasy football is a great. I don't know. It's just a way to start because what you do is, I mean, I, I just start thinking about what role it plays with sports. So it's this this separate industry mm-hmm. that completely relies on the sport. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like this meta, this meta analysis of the sport, or something like that. You know what? Like fantasy football, it yeah, like that. That that's a good jumping off point because now that I think about it, like I I have literally had whole cloth conversations about fantasy football and never once talk about how good the teams are doing. Yeah, it's it's not like. The, the fantasy football conversations are couched in, oh, man, those Rams, they're doing real good. No, it's Cooper Cup. Yeah. Dude's a beast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, that you know, I mean, you just think about how many people do you know in a, in a league that you played in where the people aren't even literally watching the football games and don't actually care about the games themselves at all? It's like they're just people that don't care about football. They care about fantasy football. So, it's yeah, it's 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 completely for, them, separate. for them. It's a numbers game. Yeah, it's just numbers. Yeah, yeah. Which which is odd because that, like that's a way for sports to bring people together through its metadata. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You wow. know. So yeah, so even if you can't appreciate the athletic ability cuz like maybe you never played and you were like, you know, you were some shut-in kid that just played video mm-hmm. games or something, you could still appreciate it from uh you know, as a gamer. You can appreciate the the data that's being uh, or yeah. the the score that's being uh, racked up, basically. Right, right, and 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 you can you know m- manipulate your pieces to game the system as best you can. That's true. And maybe that's another reason why esports are are becoming so big, especially for the younger generations. They're like all of the data is measured now. I mean, it's it's online, like the whole. It's a game, so you can measure all kinds of yeah. different yeah. things and see all those statistics that you can't see. Yeah. What like esports esports are in- interesting because there's literally no barrier to entry. Yeah. Like other than if, like your fast twitch abilities, you know. I, mean, well, I think not, those well, come into play. Well, not even that. Like you may not be good at the game you're playing, but you're literally playing a game that is no different than someone who's playing it professionally. If you want to get into baseball, you can't just do I, that. You start out at the T-ball level. You need you need nine other or you need eighteen players. You need to pay your way in. You need a league. You've got to. Yeah, di- you need a whole structure around yeah. you in order to play it. Right. Esports is let me get in my boxers. You need an internet sit connection, electricity, and the the console and the game. Yeah, and arguably everyone is already going to have electricity. Yeah, Arguably, it's, it's been happening. Yeah, that's been going on for a while. This is a pretty good move. Whoever decided that, it's really gone. I, I'm kind of digging that one. Yeah, whoever decided that would be a good thing to do. We we mentioned esports. Yeah, and uh, the, regardless of people's opinion of of esports, there's a lot of overlap between like the endorphins you get from a football game are the same ones you get from watching esports. Okay, sure. Endorphins, yeah, yeah. and you could, yeah, you can say that anything. Mashed potatoes do it for well, some people too. But but they're playing in the same 
ballpark. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, I see it. It's like some kind of vicarious, like a like a thrill. Yeah, through some kind of vicarious means of imagining you were doing it, and like I think that's a that's a part of it. Sure, it's like you know, anytime you watch a, a sport, you always imagine yourself being able to do those incredible things. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like there's something vicarious about sports for sure. Yeah, and 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 like there's the competition, and you're you're attaching yourself to a uh, a third party. Yeah, you know, yeah. you have your fa- you have your favorite team. My my favorite team is the Saints. <clears throat> Why is it my favorite team? Because growing up, it was my favorite team. Yeah. Why was it my favorite team then? Probably because my dad could take me to games because they're yeah. so close to where we live. Other than that, there's nothing directly tying me to the Saints. Yeah, it's it's like cultural things really that, that yeah. tie you there. And with esports, you really don't have that because everything's so new. So like, there is no, there's no like. I root for uh, this this team <laughs> on League of Legends because my dad did. Like, there's nothing yeah, like right, that. It's right. just like whatever you you watch a bunch of videos and you think this guy plays good and he's fun. He's funny. Mm-hmm. And you hear him talk and you just like that. Yeah, and 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 oftentimes people who are deep into esports don't have like they don't have a personality to go with it. They're just a guy who clicks good. I don't know. I feel like that's probably not. True. Like, I would imagine with Twitch being around, I bet most of those guys are, like, doing Twitch streams and making that killing on the side. Yes, yes. But it's not like they're doing it because what – it's the difference between the player on the field and the guy in the press box. The guy in the press box is there to talk you through it and be entertaining. Sure. The guy on the field is there to be good at what he's doing. Yeah. So if a, a Twitch streamer is really good at a game, he may tell you what he's doing, but he's not – putting it on like a production he's not trying to make you laugh he's not yeah and and, and those are two different types of streamers because there's plenty yeah. of streamers who are like people tune into them because what they do is entertaining yeah I, i'll tell you i've seen this and it's really fascinating is uh <clears throat> so the the one all right i'm just going to tell the the whole audience my one game that i like to watch streaming and like competitively is age of empires 2 nerd from 1999 <laughs> they still play it it's so hyper competitive like still but what they do is they have their their cast of experts you know the best in the world are, mm-hmm. are playing it but they also have their own streams on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But when they play each other, they have one of the, the guys in the lower echelon that's not on their level announce all the games. So, like, he'll watch the live streams and commentate mm-hmm. on them. And, I mean, that's a pretty interesting way of doing it. Yeah. It's, it's someone who, un- it's even, someone who under- understands the strategy behind yeah, it. And I guess even sports broadcasting is going that way when you look at, like, Tony Romo. Yeah. You know, or Troy Eggman or yeah, like, Daryl Johnson. I'm just going to name <laughs> Cowboys. T- t- like, Tony Tony Romo, a subpar quarterback. <laughs> yeah, he's in, the, he's in the second tier. Second tier quarterback. Like, he basically got ran out of the league. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just like, you're not quite good enough to be where you are. Just get go. Right. But he's a fantastic broadcaster. He is like, he knows the game and he has like he's has a, a lot of awareness yeah yeah a lot of experience he, he, he can he can talk you through but I think things that's the reason he wasn't ever like that good because he was too aware of everything else going on he wasn't know. completely focused in Oh God! Let's don't get into a Romo hate thing right? no 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 I respect Romo like Romo was not a bad quarterback <laughs> he had he been drafted by another team. He wasn't drafted at all. Well, picked up by another, whatever. It, had he been picked up by another team, he probably would have had better success. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like again, we're not going to talk about the actual 
teams, but put Romo on today's Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh God! Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh God! Yeah. So that's that's probably your your best metric is how good would he be on another and, you team? You know, people had talked about him going to Jacksonville mm-hmm. when he uh, left. But yeah, we are talking about sports, and I, who cares if we veer off into like a, yeah. a quick talk? Because I mean, we do know some stuff, but we'll and, just try not yeah. to go too deep. Yeah. So, so, like, you mentioned Cowboys. Like, you are a Cowboys fan. Why are you a Cowboys fan? I'm a Cowboys fan because my uncle was a Cowboys fan. And at a very young age, he was around. And he was very loud and proud and obnoxious about it. So, he was a Cowboys fan? (laughs) Yeah, he was a Cowboys fan. And, uh, you know... And it's just, it was just built into me. Even, even when I did, I didn't care about football until I was like 17 or 18. Oh, wow. I really didn't care that much about it because I was too busy playing soccer all the time. I didn't have time to even watch. Mm-hmm. But when I finally did start watching football, I mean, it was just immediately I was Cowboys. Yeah. And I, I think it was around the time Romo, Romo uh, That's true. came yeah. back onto the, onto the scene. That might have been after 18 years old. When, when was that? I think it came in like 2003. Or 2003. Yeah, you were 20 something at that point. Yeah, 20 something. So that's when I got into football, I guess around the time Romo came back. The you're, guy you're, I hate a, the you're most. a Romo kid. Yeah. <laughs> the Romo era. Romo and 9 11 is what defines me. That, that, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, God damn it. <laughs> you're, you're right. Our, whole, our generation will be defined 9/11 by 9 11. the center of it. Like nothing else. Like yeah. ev- everything that we talk about 30 years from now will be through the prism of fucking 9-11. It was, a, it was a, when we're dead and gone, everyone will describe our lives. through Pearl the pr- Harbor. It'll be like those that left through Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but it, but at least, at least those guys, at least when Pearl Harbor happened, they all got to sign up and go fight for something like they're. And it's, it's if you call the draft signing up. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no. I think everybody wanted to there around that time. They were like so bought into the. I mean, it was just a different way of looking at the world at that point. <laughs> Hell yes, we'll do it. That's our duty. You know, it's just duty, duty and country. You know, that was the, yeah. that was the time period, and that's probably why a world war happened because of duty and country all like all across the globe. Uh, yeah. It was that mentality. Yeah. So there you go, just a bunch of heads colliding. Um, ah, I like what you did there. But, Heads colliding like yeah. a, like football. <laughs> yeah. And you know, well, uh, I mean, is war a form of sports? Yes, absolutely. It is the penultimate. Yeah. It is. It is sports. Yeah, it's like, and, it's, and it's, it's purest like, form is sports. It's like chess, where instead of having a, a, a rook, you have a tank. <laughs> <laughs> instead of a bishop, you have a uh, drone. You have Jerry Falwell uh, skewing <laughs> propaganda on TBN or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's what what's what's so interesting is people attach themselves to teams and sports in ways that they don't attach themselves to other things. Yeah, well yeah. Like yeah. I think this goes back to the most basest parts of what society and culture really is, I guess. I mean, if it's been around that long, I don't know. There's something yeah. to it. It's something about, yeah. Well, it's a form of ritual in its most basic base mm-hmm. sense, right? It's like a form of we all gather here to share in the same spectacle together. Yeah, 
And then I guess whatever that spectacle is, we can decide what that spectacle is going to be. But it tends to be that humanity <laughs> chooses to make that spectacle be about violence. And well, like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. it's and, and it's like my guys with the red shirts. I love those guys. You love those guys with the blue shirts. Let's bang them against each other until one person gives gives way. What do you think about a, a I always I always wondered like really like seriously I've wondered if this would actually work. Okay. You would basically have a democracy and each society around the globe would um find their most strongest man. <laughs> But think about this. <laughs> I like where this is going already. But what you do is you don't let him lead you. You just thrust him into like, all right, these these 18 supermen from around the world are going to fight for dominance of the globe for one year. And then we redo it. And when you just – you could have 193. All, all 193 countries get to enter their strongest man into this. And for one year, they get to be the most dominant. So if – <laughs> so, would it, so, so would it be like a round robin tournament, or would it be like a maybe it should like be a, no, like a, maybe it should be the full thing. Like, just, no, that's a lot of fighting. Yeah, yeah, we got to weed it out somehow. Like, so the World Cup gets it down to what thirty two to start? I don't know. Yeah, I think it's thirty two. Yeah. So you have to start there. It's got to be every four years. Oh God, that's too much time to let New Guinea like rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> this won't work. And and then there's then the, the, yeah, like you're describing the Olympics. If the Olympics mattered, <laughs> yeah, we should make them matter. So yeah, oh look, the U.S. won all the all the all the awards. They're in charge now. Yeah, they should be totally like yeah. So like, uh, uh, Michael Phelps becomes president of the world for four years. <laughs> I don't know shit about running a democracy, but I can swim. And the vice president is whoever. Like, so maybe it's a Russian guy. Oh no! That would actually join people together. Think about would that. It? And then, and then no, and then just get Russians place, to shoot the president. And then third place is Secretary of State. Like you just go straight down the order with any country. Like that's a whole cabinet of different countries. No, no, no this would never work. <laughs> Do you know how quickly every president would just be assassinated? <laughs> Wow. All right. Yeah, I forgot. That's yeah, political powers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> very dangerous. <laughs> if the Russians it's knew they were one bullet away from being the world superpower, it's oh, like, yeah. come on, man. Cap that ass. Uh, but it's funny that you bring up politics. Because in a lot of ways, politics, like the structure of politics, mirrors that of sports. Yeah. I have my team. You have your team. It does not matter what you say about my team. I will never back down from, you know, what I believe. Right. Even if, like, my team is objectively objectively bad, I may still, like, be like, bullshit, they're not bad. Yeah. Don't you dare talk about my team. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the difference, though, is that in politics, people, at least used to be, much more uh, skittish about discussing them. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like there's there's still a, a heavy sect of people who just don't discuss politics. They have their beliefs, they vote how they vote, but you're not going to bait them into a political conversation. I think that's I I can't stand people like that because I don't know. I think ideas need to be challenged. But um, yeah. 
That's and, 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 and like, that's a gap that sports bridges. Since the stakes are so small in sports, mm-hmm. everyone who is a sports fan is completely okay having a 20-minute conversation about their favorite team. Whether they're shitting on them, whether they're you know talking about how great they are they are talking about the good old days talking about taking their kids to a game sports bridges that gap between people who disagree and we're freely able to disagree about sports and it doesn't change the opinion of the person well, I don't know about that. Like I really don't well, think that's it, true. Like when I I've told people I'm a Cowboys fan, and I they look at me differently after I say it. <laughs> that's that's categorically true. Like it does, especially I mean now. So it's, so it's really it's a climb. Like I it what I don't think it always used to be that way. It's the true. It's true. the climate of now. So maybe that dictates more out there. Or something I don't know. It, is does that does that mean politics is bleeding over into? Sports? Oh, it's definitely. I mean, come on. I love how you ask that all leadingly. Come on. It's clearly, especially right now. And it's so funny. Like, I feel like this whole conversation we're having so far is through the lens of the NFL. Or at least for me, when I'm thinking about a lot of this and talking about a lot, I'm thinking about the NFL. We're Americans. It's the only one Yeah, that's really on that level. And for the past 20 years, the NFL has been the American sport. Big time. Yeah. Football has been foot, American foot, sport. Football, uh, and that's a, oh, that's another topic. Another aspect we can jump into is NFL versus college. Yeah, because I have very strong opinions when it comes to that shit. Oh, um, I would love to go there, uh, but like the NFL, like the NFL cannot. Mm, the NFL cannot properly handle their quagmires. To save their fucking life. Well, it's just, it's just, I think it's a great example of, <clears throat> see, I think the average person would say that what the NFL is going through is a political correctness crisis or something like that. I, okay. think, I think a lot of people see it that way. But I think what the real problem is, is that they're, they're caught in a situation. I mean, it's more than political correctness. They're caught in a situation where they they run a business that profits off of people being physically maimed. Yes. And they have to like you can say that's political correctness or some shit to like care to, oh. to, to have to do something about it, but they have to do something about it. As a a a, a business that makes so much money, you cannot I mean it's unfathomable. Unfathomable yeah. to have the information to know that you, what you're doing is causing damage to people. You have to do something about it. Yeah, yeah. And if it, you don't, you lose credibility anyway. Like it's just. But, but it, they. But they. But this thing, they won't. They, they are. Won't, losing, they won't. Lo- they are losing credibility. They are losing credibility. They're losing credibility because they are trying to do something. Well, that, yeah, because like they, they have to. So either way, they're losing credibility. Yeah. Ultimately, they're losing credibility because the, I think the sport's dying because of this. Yeah, the sport's not dying. Oh yeah, yeah no. come on, go go look at uh, well, how, I, I, la, how last, many parents are signing their kids up. I guarantee you, it's lower than it used to be. That the information's too obvious. Yes, football yes. gives you tumors in your brain. <laughs> yeah, and there's always going to be a segment of the population that does not give a shit. Yeah, but it's diminishing and diminishing, and, and that, the numbers. But, uh, do, how many players do we need? 
We we well, only yeah. need we need thirty two teams worth of players. That's yeah, but it. as the quality diminishes, so does the 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 content diminishes. The 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 excitement about it diminishes. Maybe you get to a point. Maybe. And I think it's starting to happen. Every single rookie quarterback is a, is the the new record breaker all of a sudden. I mean, <laughs> come on, what is that crap? <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's just it's like a quarterback renaissance, man. Oh my god, we could talk about that, but we got to we can't stay solely on football. <laughs> I, I, I know, I know, but it's it's really the one that's that dr- that's driving. It, it's it's driving all sports narratives <clears throat> because all of the other sports narratives are. Actually, yeah, talking about sports. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like if you, if we're talking about the NBA, we're talking about oh, who's getting traded where? Oh, who has a you know a, a leg injury and going to be what? out six weeks? You, you know? know. Yeah. And the problem with what we're doing right now, I guess, really, we're talking about the current state of sports, and maybe we should try to not get too deep into that too much. So I'm, I'm sure we can maybe. go into it some, but maybe it's the same thing as getting too into the, the news of the actual teams right now is if you get too into the current state, then you're doing almost the same thing. I don't, I, yeah, but, but I, I think unless we talk about it in a, a, a historical context of where it was and where it is now. Yeah. Or, and I think the other way is the, Pro versus college is another way to go. With oh, yeah. It. We're uh, definitely going to touch on that. Uh, and that doesn't necessarily have to be a football conversation, but it it's a football conversation. Um, yeah, it's the only one that yeah. does that. Um, like, how did we get into a situation where I'm watching political ads for the election that's in like three weeks? And in those political ads, I'm hearing, oh, I stand for the flag. That's happened, like, because of sports, because of football, political ads now have, a, like, a, attack language yeah. built into them. I want to say that's attack language. Like, that's, yeah, no, that, yeah, that is. It, no, no. It's a, it, that is attacking no, it's, a protest. It's attacking an ideal. I think it's more than that, though. It's, like, such a... A dumbed down version of politics. Like instead of saying I stand for some kind of policy, what I stand for is, is the, it's literally what, what does one side of the country, uh, get all up riled up about? That's what I, that's what I stand for. You know, so yeah, yeah. It's, there's it's a bunch it's, of people, Matt. There's, it's 50 50. Pick a side. That's it. It's so simple now. Like it's so dumbed down. It's so, so ridiculous that it, you can just come out and say that and win. Like that's yeah. all you need. Yeah, it's and and how political? How politically correct is that? I stand for the American flag. How politically correct is that? Jesus Christ! It, it, on the surface, it is, but if it's you if so you know the context, it's not. What do you mean? How is how is standing for the flag in I'm any standing, way subversive? Okay. Standing for the anthem. I stand for the yeah, anthem. Stand for the anthem. How is it's, that in any it's way subversive? Because you know why you're saying it. You're saying it because you know that your opposition, people who are all right. So we're talking about two different things. Then we're talking about what you're saying versus what your actions. No, well, because it's not subversive to stand in a stadium. Like no, it's literally, it's you will get yelled at if you don't. In reality, it's, like that's it's, not. It's a, it's subversive <clears throat> to say it in that context. Because the context is, that means I don't support someone who doesn't stand. And the oh. reason they're not standing is, doesn't matter, I don't support them, 
support me because you agree with me. So, like the, the the statement itself is not subversive, but in the context of what we're experiencing now, it absolutely is. No, I I don't know. I, I it's we're torn on. You like you're removing the action, so like standing for the national anthem. Yes, not subversive at all. Literally not subversive at correct, all. Correct. Correct. Ninety nine percent of people. Even if they disagree with standing for the flag, still do it because they're terrified of not doing it. Right. Because you will, there will be some fat man angry and yelling at you. You're right. You're right. Like that's the reality. It's, it's not subversive to stand for the flag. It's not, it's completely politically correct to stand for the flag. But it's subversive to put it in that context, to put it in. There's no context. It's yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, the the context is, I'm running for a position. I want you to know that I'm not one of those guys who sits during the national anthem. Nobody is. Yes, there is. There's like four. There's like at, at four the, out at of the professional level. Yes. Okay. At every level, but there you is, think at high but, school but games people sit down at, at, but at protests. But there's millions of people who support. The that's people right. who are kneeling. That's right. And but that's, that's what you're doing. What you're doing I know is, it's all a bunch of babble, though. It's just talk. That's all just talk. It's still, it's an attack ad. That is an attack on anyone who supports people who kneel. Period. That's why it's Maybe. subversive. That's why it's not political. It's it's going out of its way to not be politically correct because the politi- politically but correct but thing would be. But that's so meta at that point. Like, what what isn't an attack ad? It's like every time you highlight a difference that you think the other side might have, then it's an attack ad. You know, like my side likes to wear suits. Is that an attack ad because the other side doesn't? Or I believe in wearing suits in the, in the context of someone. Getting in trouble or creating a controversy no, around shit. not wearing it's just base level marketing, like this base level. This is the most crappy. Just that's all you have to do to market to half the country now. You're right. It's a shitty ad, regardless. <laughs> like re- regardless, it's a shitty ad. It doesn't tell me a damn thing about your politics, but it does attack a segment of the population on purpose. I, don't, I just don't view it as an attack. It doesn't. It doesn't mean that like the whole thing is just not absurd to me. And <laughs> <laughs> But I don't see it as an attack. It's just, just dumb shit. It is dumb shit. Like regardless, <laughs> it's a, it's dumb shit. Um, but b- like back to the to the point. <laughs> back to the point. Why the fuck is that in an ad? Like, w- at what? Where did we turn a corner? That in in our society that a dozen or so football players kneeling during the anthem has become a crux like political statement for the opposite side. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we know that it was sort of a thing until like the president of the United States, like kept like bringing it into the national consciousness. Yeah. He he definitely (laughs) stoked the fire. Reality breached is proud to present the black pocket podcast. Starring Reality Breach's own Robert Morris. Robert is joined by local artist Justin Ransberg and local DJ Ryan Donche Weary. 
The Black Pocket tackles topics such as geek culture, art, music, movies, TV, and most importantly, the ever-growing culture of Jackson, Mississippi. The Black Pocket Podcast can be found on realitybreach.com, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or any of your favorite podcast apps. The Black Pocket Podcast, a proud member of the Reality Breach Podcast family. Okay, so we took a break. You're going to edit that out. So, No, 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 no. We took a break. And uh, what were we talking about before we left? Or what Or what did we decide we wanted to talk about when we got back? Uh, it's probably a good point to change to something other than football for a minute anyway. So let's do yeah. that. So, okay, okay. So what else is there? Is there anything else? Nothing football? else. Football is everything. It is if you're American. Yeah. But if you're not American, it's still football. Boy, it's a different coin. It's, it's fo- football. Football. Fo- fo- football. I, my accents are terrible. Football. 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 Soccer. It's fucking soccer. Yeah. That's the big one. I don't get it, man. Soccer's boring. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you don't get it. If, like, this is the way I describe soccer to everybody that doesn't watch it. Soccer is the, it, it's, it's so hard. It's so goddamn hard to score a goal that when you score a goal, it is beautiful. It's a miracle. It's, it's always <laughs> the most perfect shot ever because that's the only way you can score a goal in soccer is it, for it to be perfect. In that basketball, doesn't make it entertaining. In basketball, you can like th- just throw the ball over the back of your head from half court and fuck up like sixty percent of the time. Like the the people win the Dr Pepper challenges all the time from half court. Dr Pepper, challenge. it's too easy. <laughs> like all right, so let uh let let your average Joe trying to get his fifty thousand dollars scholarship like kick a soccer ball from. From the top of the 18. I don't know what that is. With a four-year-old. No, no, all right. With a 10-year-old guarding the goal. Just let your average person try uh-huh. to make a goal with a 10-year-old that has never played soccer before. Okay. Guard the goal and see if you can do it. It's impossible. It's not impossible. It's pretty. <laughs> if you've never played before, it's pretty much fucking impossible. Like, nothing's impossible, Daniel. Okay. But I see what you're saying, and that is an argument for the skill that it takes to play the sport. It's not an argument for me wanting to watch it. But the rest of the world does for some reason. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, I can understand why poor countries would like soccer. Mm. <laughs> All right, go into your uh, shithole countries. It, like, uh, no, because it, it's, uh, what do you need to play soccer? Grass. Yeah. Oh, Ball in yeah. a hole, and you can make a ball out of apparently rags. Yeah, like <laughs> r- rags in a balloon. Done. Uh, like I can understand how poor countries get completely invested in in soccer because th- the barrier to entry is zero. Right, and you don't need like a lot of protective gear because the sport is not about colliding into each other. Yeah, it's not about breaking people in half. It's not about using a tool to hit the object ball with. You yeah. Use your own body. Yeah, and that's probably another reason why basketball is. I mean, really, basketball is is a spreads around the globe pretty well. It does. It does. Well, I wouldn't say it goes south of the hemisphere as much, but it feels like Europe does it a lot. Europe is very into basketball. Yes, Eastern Europe and even in the parts uh, of Asia for sure. Yes, I think. like Japan loves <laughs> basketball. Yeah, but they love baseball too. Yes, 
really love baseball. They really do. For a while, they're Nintendo. I wonder what you know Japan's n- national sport is. It probably is baseball. Probably. I don't know, but like America doesn't have a national sport. Like it's 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 understood that football's the most popular. But I don't know. It, it's like, pretty national. Though. It's, like, it's not like our Wikipedia page is going to have national sport football. No. Yeah, you're right. I mean, and, and I even think about it like this. To- it's a total male perspective. You know, As, from a male perspective, I would feel like seventy percent of people I talk to about football know what it is. But when I think about it more, I'm mostly thinking about all of the guys I know that watch football. Yeah, and they can be any class, any job and you know i work in a hospital so you see these different stratifications of uh different uh careers you know mm-hmm. from uh like cleaning people to doctors you know anywhere in between and football is talked about so much between guys but women not so much what do they want to talk about like if 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 you were to have a conversation about sports with a woman that sounds so sexist but if you were to have a conversation well what, t- would, what would the conversation be I, you know what I kind of take back what I'm saying because the more I think about it, black women tend to like, I mean, yeah, most of them tend to like talking about football. The more I really think about it, I'm so wrong about that first part because women do talk about it a lot. Because I, I, black women typically yeah. talk about pro football. Yeah. And white women typically talk about college football. <laughs> it's so That's, true. Yeah. So yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, I've met women yeah, I'm so, who, who I'm like Just one more others. time, I just want to reiterate. I'm so wrong about the first part about just men. Yeah, I'm just yeah. completely wrong about it. Like, I've met women who like other sports. You know, like, someone who's really into basketball or, you know, someone who, oh, they're I'm in the Cubbies. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> but if we're talking casual people, uh, that's, why this, that's why the Super Bowl is such a big deal. Because everyone sits down to watch it because they understand it. They may have a buy-in. They may not. It's the spectacle and the event. It's true. Very true. Yeah. But, yeah, so, so what do you think of it? All right. So, I mean, this gets right deep into society, though, when you start talking about why is it that I still say – White women are way more inclined to be to care about a specific college football team in the South, at least. Well, and that's that's a whole another thing to add to it. We're we're in this weird, like, void where we have four colleges that are close to us that are just good enough at football that they matter more than all of the pro programs that are. You know, relatively close. I guess we're talking about LSU, Alabama, Ole Miss, State. Yeah. Yeah. Auburn. Auburn. Pretty close. You know, like, it's, and it's, and it's, it's SEC. Weird. It's just a it's lot SEC. of SEC. Yeah, we're in the, we're in the SEC country. So true. So, like. I bet our view on all this is so fucking skewed. Like, it, oh, it absolutely like we're is. We're living in the, in the middle of SEC culture that I can't even fully hash out. I guarantee you walk down this street. Like the street I live on in Brandon, Mississippi, and you knocked on each door and asked, what's your favorite sports team? The majority of the answers you're going to get are going to be colleges. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Whether it's LSU, and then those are the big, probably the big three, LSU, uh, Mississippi State, Ole Miss. Yeah. And I can't even imagine caring that much. Like you're, it's so easy to look at, like after week two, you're like, 
All right, yeah, it's going to be Alabama. <laughs> it's going to be Alabama. Yeah, Oregon. <laughs> Alabama. No, not Oregon, no. Uh, Georgia. Okay. Those two are strong. And let's see what else. Ohio State oh, is always yeah, right Ohio up there. State. It was Notre Dame, and all of a sudden they've, they've but but Notre Dame's so overrated. Anyway, I'm not going to get into yeah, all this shit. Like, it, but the thing is, it doesn't matter. Like, I can we can, can I go on my tangent now? Oh yeah, I hate college sports. Oh god damn! Oh man, this was a tangent I was not prepared <laughs> like, for. All right, fuck let's go. College sports. All right, why? There's so many reasons I don't like college sports. One, like them not being a professional at what they're doing. Right, they're not the cream of the crop. They're not the cream of the crop. Sure, they're the ones in training. That's that's yeah. fine. But when you go to a restaurant, you don't want the trainee giving you your fucking food. Totally, totally see your point here. You know, I, I, I want the cream of the crop. Yeah, like I can understand casually going to a game, like it's a high school game. It's like, oh, you mean it's homecoming this week? Let me check out the game. But to build an entire culture around, I root for Alabama. My entire life. Regardless of if you went to the... Like, if you went to the school, you have an excuse. Because it's tied to a memory of your childhood. But... Come on, man. But so is... So is NFL, though. You can't... You can't say that tied of a memory of your childhood. Like, it's like but, a cop... But, but again, you're, you're watching the peak of the sport at that point. <clears throat> yeah, and you're a little feeble brain. You are, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could never do that. But, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like all these arguments, are, oh, not yours, anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the royal yours. All the arguments are, oh, well, the, the the these kids have something to play for, or they're more passionate about the game. They're not a bunch of pretty boys who are just just expect a paycheck. I'm like, what, when's, what the last, a horse cock. when's the last? When's the last time you went all... to work as a plumber and said, no, I'm just doing this for the love of fucking plumbing? Yeah. Eat a dick. No. Yeah, you're so right. They're do- it's an audition to to. Yeah. Get paid to play football. That's what it fucking is. Yeah. It's the deleted scenes of the movie. So true. You know, and, and to compound that, the 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 SEC SEC? Yeah. Yeah. Not SEC. In in NCAA. Like they're so against paying these players. And every single sport in college probably doesn't deserve to be played, you know, paid if they're receiving a decent scholarship. You know, like say baseball. Yeah. I'm sure they don't pull in enough money from baseball to really pay those players or your college rugby team. It's like, fine, but it is very possible. And this goes back to us. uh, It being a a sport about banging each other together and breaking each other. It's very possible that a college player can permanently damage their body doing something. They're not even getting paid for. Well, I mean, yeah, they they categorically are. Yes, it's not even very possible. I, I mean, I, I've literally there's a study that says playing football gives you CTE. Like, yeah, well, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> it like, just if, does. if we're going to be that, if we're going to be that repeated, blatant about it, yes. repeated collisions over and over and over again, it gives you CTE. It's just that's just what it does. Football gives you CTE. Yes. But uh, I mean, so I mean, that's that, that's really all I have to say about that. There's, no, it's not. I don't know. There's nothing to debate about it. Yeah, that, we're not. We're not. We're, we're, we we are not going to compensate <clears throat> you for this thing that's going to give you brain damage. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, and and th- this is what's really weird is that. So if you remember 
uh, Missouri, Missouri Tigers a mm-hmm. few years ago. We were talking about, they were talking about pulling down, I think it was pulling down a, uh, a, a memorial to some, somebody that was racist or, uh huh. I almost want to Google it because I need to. All right. So it says four days before the team's Saturday meeting. All right, hang on. Last November, in a climate where athletes, especially football and basketball players, exist on a different plane than the average student, Missouri broke the mold. Students reported repeated use of racial slurs and an alleged swastika of feces was smeared on a building, but none of the campus incidents targeted football players directly. A member of a campus group that organized under the name Concerned Student 1950, Butler vowed he wouldn't eat until University of Missouri System President Tom Tim Wolf, whom his group deemed ineffective in resolving the racist climate, resigned. And then, uh, but what ended up happening was, as the hunger strike went on, like everybody built up, and then more than thirty players announced they would boycott football until this guy resigned like this was that this was this was in 2015 i believe 2015 yeah because this is a year after so 2015 they did this and then there was like this huge uh it was just more and more and it kept building into this uh, like black lives matter and it kept building into the point where they were tearing down confederate statues and like all jesus you know this just kept building on top of itself this was all part of that build-up I mean, that was literally a football team, like, basically forming a union in yeah. college and going on strike. Yeah. And then it's just completely forgotten. Just completely dismissed. You don't ever talk about it. Never heard about it. Nobody talks about it. Yeah. That was a big... I mean, that's an SEC program that did that. And... Uh, it, no, not SEC. Yeah, Missouri's in the SEC. Is it? Yeah, University really? of Missouri, yeah. Oh, Mizzou. Oh. Yeah, Mizzou. Oh, okay. Okay, I... have I'm showing my. That's how much you hate. That's college how much football. I hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and and the, the, if the players aren't workers because they aren't getting paid, so therefore the idea of workers' rights is completely out the window. Right, and that's what a lot of people were excited about with that Mizzou thing because it was like maybe they're about to form a union, and because there was a lot of talk about pay, about them getting paid at, that, at around the same time. Mm-hmm. Like you just start to hear this fervor, and then all of a sudden, just shut it all the fuck Look, off. I, I, I don't know the situation, but it wouldn't surprise me if they just cut all the players and started over. Because no, the, the turn, because the turn, they couldn't because like because they literally had to fire that president over all that. Like it, the pressure was going in that direction; it was not going towards the players. It did, is that what happened? Did he resign? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, he mm. resigned. That's and that's very surprising. Yeah, because I guarantee you, they could have just cut all those players, and there would be thirty more right behind waiting to start the, to start on the team who didn't care. Like that. that you're talking about scabs, football scabs. It's not scabs if it's again. You're talking about that Keanu Reeves movie, aren't you? The replacements? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird is that same year that all that Mizzou stuff happened, I'm pretty sure that was the same year Michael Sam, the gay guy, got uh-huh. got drafted and then cut the next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like some kind of <laughs> it was the was it the Rams? Yeah, it was the Rams that drafted him and then when they cut him they're like, He's totally good enough to be on a team. Cut. Who knows? Yeah, it's it's uh, it just. Oh, we're back on football. That, and, and we the went thing right is, back to football. Like <laughs> I, it just always goes there. It does. Yeah, yeah, and and it's because of where we live. And I can almost 
like I, I can almost equate the whole uh, I root for colleges instead of pro programs. I can almost equate that to this area's opinion on workers' rights. Yeah, like because because one of the arguments is they're just pretty boys looking for paychecks. Right. But they weren't a year before, right? They weren't when they were playing in college. They yeah. magically became it. Yeah. Like because this, of the corrupting force of paying people for their labor. I know. <laughs> like, I'm not just going to allow this company, which is what it is, let this company make billions of dollars off of my face, my performance, my life, and in return just get brain damage? What? Yeah. And that's what college football is. It's... They're giving them nothing but brain damage, and they they might give them a subpar education because their primary function is football. Yeah, yeah, and I'll tell you, like when we're sitting here talking about what what the, what the NFL is versus, um, and that, dude, I mean, we could be are we really talking about corporations versus small business kind of mentalities here? Because uh, NFL is clearly corporate. Like, you know, it's under a much more centralized yeah, yeah. head unit that gets the money. Yeah. And they, and they, all the work, all the owners work together to support it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like the NCAA is way more loosely associated. It's does not have nowhere near the same power of the regulating oh, body no. at the central core of it. That, that's, that's, that, that's why every year you have games that are like 72 to three. Right. 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 Because that one small the NCAA school, doesn't have shareholders. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have a lot of the mechanisms that the NFL has. It's like two different things happening right there. It's pretty yeah. fascinating. And, but the reason I was pointing this out is like, a. I noticed that, Don, that like last year mm-hmm. at the NCAA football national championship game, okay, Donald Trump was there and he came out for the national anthem with the flying jets and the fighter pilots and the fucking, you know, the, uh-huh. the big military bands and the opening. Mm-hmm. Ser- He's there for that. And at the same time, shitting on the NFL. Yeah. Shitting on. I mean, I guess corporate. It's almost a shitting on corporate, uh, a corporate version versus a loosely affiliated. Basically, <laughs> there's a lot of metaphors happening right now in what you're saying. Yeah. Um, like, because it, it, if we're saying the NCAA is is the small business, I think the, the, the uh, what, I, what I'm really starting to think is the white bourgeoisie. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I, I, no, I would say the oh, it's the, the bourgeoisie. I, I would say the conservative idea of less regu- regulation. Yeah, I still think is I still say the NFL would be the owners of the corporate of the of the of the franchises, right? Yes, billionaires, the the elite. The elite, I think, man, this is really deep. Uh, but, Hang on, just think about it. This is the elite mm-hmm. um, business class, the very top of it. And what Trump does is nods to the bourgeoisie, which is the small business owner. Okay. Okay. Whoa. There's, there's Whoa. that. There's, but also take, the, take this into account. Uh, as the, the NCAA represents deregulation. Well, sure. From a small business owner perspective, yeah. regulations really hurt. Exactly, they hurt less the the elites. Like they they hurt them less. They they can they can absorb it. They have lawyers that can get around it. Yada yada yada. The, the, the NFL, like that, is more more regulation, more profit sharing. It's 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 almost more of a liberal idea because 
like Jerry Jones, he makes like the Cowboys make more money than every other uh, fucking. Yeah, the richest. But, right, right. But at the end of the day, the NFL takes that money and gives it to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. You know, because the league has to exist symbiotically. Mm-hmm. So it's it's almost it's it's almost a uh, socialist idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cor- yeah. A corporation is a socialist yeah. idea in a lot in a lot of ways. Yeah. I don't think the profit-seeking part of it is the exploitation of labor part of the the modern corporate system is, mm-hmm. but the corporate system in general is where it's like a whole bunch of people work for the same cause to do something in the world, you know, mm-hmm. like and it's it's but but ideally a corporation should be democratic, you know, it has to be. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a, and and and, well, and the NFL have to be. The, the, the a, NFL has some pieces of that in it, though. They do. The owners have a, sh- a say so. Yeah, but it would be ideal as if the players had the exact same say so as the owners too. That would be a balance, like a right. true balance. Yeah. And what and what we have is like that's they the, have a players union. That's where the have, union comes in, and yeah. they have this kind of concept. But it doesn't go far enough because it's still thirty two guys versus mm-hmm. thirty two rich three, guys versus three thousand other guys. Yeah, you know. So so yeah, it's not, it's not a perfect system. No. Yeah, they're way more overrepresented. Like and, yeah. and, and then it, and even the richer ones, Jerry Jones has a way bigger say than the other guys. Like it's, it's still a. Um, I don't know. That's really deep where we went. I don't know if we can even use this or not. <laughs> no, no. Like the, the, all of this is staying in. Like <clears throat> it, it, even if you're not recognizing that you're siding with your political ideals, you you are when you are from the South. You're hyper conservative, and you only root for college football. It's like. Okay, like we know who you are. Yeah. Oh, and, and 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 to top it off, college football, more white people can make the cut. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's just numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Makes a big difference. Yeah. Uh, I, I swear, like I know, man. My good friend, her. her uh, her her nephew is is the is the backup quarterback for state. You know, it just gives you it gives you a good close feel to it all. Yeah, but. and like, what is a backup quarterback getting out of a fucking college football team? Like, all they're getting is brain pussy damage. Pussy and beer. Pussy beer and brain damage. Pussy beer. <laughs> I went to college, signed up for the PBB package. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) Where do we go from there? (laughs) Where do we go from there? I bet we're like, we're pretty deep into this, actually. Yeah. I don't know if we should go any farther. Well, we we can talk about other stuff. Yeah, we are feeling good right now. Yeah, yeah, just keep riffing. Why not? I just want to relive something that happened to me when I I went to a college football game. I went to... um, it was a Thanksgiving. It was Mississippi. It was the Egg Bowl. It was Mississippi State okay. versus uh, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yes. And it was in Starkville. And we got there, and it was cold as shit. It was like 42 degrees. You know, it's Thanksgiving. 42 yeah. degrees. Well, Thanksgiving before, like, climate change just completely destroyed right. any it's, predictability it's be like at all. 70 degrees It's like this 2004 year. or something. Yeah. And, uh, but... A classic Thanksgiving. It was like 40 degrees or 42, or it might have been 31. I think it was 31 degrees. Just to, We'll just keep embellishing until it sounds really bad. Yeah. 
and it was raining the entire game. Okay. And uh, it was just miserable. And the game sucked ass, and State got trashed. You know, mm-hmm. so like the home team just got obliterated, and we're sitting there just in misery. And when we're leaving, like me and all my white boy friends, you know, because <laughs> what else do you do when you're a white boy and you're 22 or something? Uh, we, on the way out, like one of my friends, I think we're in Oxford actually, but State loses. I can't remember. Honestly, I cannot remember if it was Starkville or Oxford. But State loses, and then you got you got you got a bad case of the the P yeah dude. the PBBs. Yeah. <laughs> but on the way out, dude's so mad. Like one of our friends, he's like a rage monster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he turns on a, a water hose that he finds outside of a, a local dentist office, and just crams it into the window and walks off. And just floods this this building out, surely for the whole weekend. You know, it's Saturday. What? Yeah, that's fucking. That's fucked up, dude. Yeah, it's fucked up. And I watched it. And I didn't do anything. You're an accomplice. Because I'm just like you know, I'm just a white dude doing what white dudes do, which is watch terrible shit happen and not say anything. And not even not say anything. <laughs> like enjoy it. Well, I didn't even enjoy it. I thought it was horrible. Like, I thought it was the worst thing ever at the time I watched it, but I did nothing. But because, you did nothing to stop it. You were just like... Yeah, of course. Wow. Or like if you're laughing, it's laughing at the, the fucking absurdity of it. Like, why the fuck did somebody just do that? But doing nothing about it. That's, 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 that's yeah. white man shit. Yeah. Um, not necessarily directly... But in a way, it gets there, and it goes back to sports. And it's, mm-hmm. I think, the ultimate sport of all is wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> like actual wrestling or WWF? WWE wrestling. Why? It's the perfect joining of what we're talking about. It is. It is the real the the athletic sport. Okay. Versus the politics, and then in the middle, you get this uh, meta thing of like. The owner, like, projecting as he is a bad... Like, I mean, that's what Edmund Man does. He plays the heel of the entire thing. Like, he's basically... He's basically um, Goodell. He's basically Roger Goodell, but, like, overacts it and owns it. And just owns that mentality and, and lays his wrath upon the... I don't know. know. I don't oh, know. That's what's happening. And the the good guys become the bad guys. It's all acting, you know? Yeah, it, It's yeah. merely acting and playing the roles like I, I, of just, like, instead of being, like, uh, I root for, I root for, was it Daniel Craig? Is that one of the guys? No, that one. Daniel Craig is, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's James Daniel, Bond. Daniel, uh, what's his name? <laughs> yes, 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 I yes. I don't know shit about wrestling. All right, we have to go there a little bit. Oh, God, that's hilarious. But, like, I would say, uh, like, wrestling isn't the ultimate sport. It's the ultimate stage play. No, it's still yeah. a sport. No, no, because, no, because, like, if you, if some, if a wrestler is a heel... Okay, he is playing the the part of the bad guy when like the wrestlers are trained to play that part 24 hours a day. So like if you're backstage and some dude brings his son backstage to meet his favorite wrestler, if that wrestler, if that wrestler's a heel, he has to be a dick to that kid. Yeah, but that's not the case anymore. I don't think. No, I mean, back it, in the no, day, no, it, it is. It absolutely is. Like I've, I've I've heard testimonies of wrestlers who were like. I'm not an asshole, but 
right now I'm the I heel. Have live, I have to. I, I have to live the character. Yeah, but isn't that what politics is? Uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's exactly but, but what that's politics not what is. Sports is no sports. That's what I'm saying. It's a melding of it. The sports that the, there's still this aspect of competition and winning and losing, and you got a you yeah. got a guy you like and you root for it all the way to the end, no matter what. Yeah. I mean, that, that's all there. That's what I'm saying. It's the perfect melding of it. So what you're saying is instead of and maybe that's how Trump got there. Oh, that's exactly how Trump the, got there. The day he got DDT'd <laughs> was the day. Blank. I don't think it was DDT'd. I don't know the right word. I, I don't I, either. I'm, yeah. I'm trying to remember who did it to him. Who knows? We need I don't to, look it up. I don't care. We have to pay justice to wrestlers. Care. There's so many wrestlers that might listen. <laughs> Wrestling fans. So yeah, let, let's stay on that topic. Yeah. Let's, let's, okay, if, if we're going to take this to its logical conclusion, what... I'm picturing is instead of a traditional debate during the whole run up to the election, there is a WWF style like WrestleMania. Yeah. Where the candidates then just wrestle it out. Yeah, but it would be fake and fixed. Just like the, just like the WWE. (laughs) Like that's the problem. That's the problem with it. It's all fixed. Yeah. That's the problem I got with it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's where it falls apart. Yeah, how do we the fuck do we get on this? Yeah, I want to sports man. This is a sports podcast. Oh yeah. Oh man. Okay. All right. Well. we'll yeah. Change. Sports. Sports. Uh, okay. So uh, let's see. He was elected in. 2016. So we're going right back to Trump? No. No, 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 no. 2016 was a, an Olympic year. Okay. So, oh, God. It's so boring. Nobody cared about the Olympics in 2016 because Donald Trump got elected. No, the Olympics were before that. Because the, the Olympics were in the summer. Summer? Yeah. I so we Phelps, haven't. So Phelps we did some stuff. Let's see. This is 2018. Did we have the Olympics this year? We should have. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we're probably in like did. January. Nobody cares anymore. Winter Olympics still matter. They're they're losing all. Well, at least in America, I don't know about the rest of the world. Maybe everybody still cares a lot. I, I don't. Although I still kind of care. Like there's still enough of me to like just kind of check in to see how the Americans are doing. Yeah, exactly. See the medal count. Just kind of like hear twenty minutes of it every yeah. week or something like some kind of update. When I was a kid, I thought the Olympics were like a month, a month or a two month thing. It's two weeks. It's like two weeks. Yeah. Like they cram all of those sports into two weeks. Yeah, when you were a kid, you know, you thought Santa took like fourteen months to get to your house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like time compression. Yeah, it's weird. And like the Olympics like like even the Olympics as like they're kind of held held up as the gold standard of competition. Okay. You know, like the the the, the greatest diver in the world. His goal is the Olympics. Yeah. The greatest tennis players in the world. Sure, there's ten, but one of the things that they, their goal is, is to win a gold medal. Even fucking basketball players. Dude, we could have that debate though, because that, that is weird. Like, the, the goal of certain sports is not the Olympics. Like, the goal is to get rich, and then mm-hmm. you just happen to be the best, so you go play in the Olympics and win yeah. too. Yeah. Like there's certain sport. I mean, there's most. Of, I'd say eighty percent of the sports is like a very specified thing that you're training to do. Yeah, like the biathlon was yeah, like exactly. one where you where you uh, ski and then shoot. 
Like, yeah, it's almost like they always add sports. I feel like they should subtract sports too. They do. They do. Like they took softball out for a while. Like there's yeah, some sports, I think bigger ones. Like, like a, a bat. Well, I almost feel like basketball should, or, or baseball even, because they're so they're ubiquitous across the board like anyway. Everybody yeah. that's good. But I, but I will say there's a, a natural filtering mechanism where the ones that get paid are like, I don't want to go play that anyway. Or uh, yeah, I'm not it's getting like, paid to play it. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, it's 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 so weird, man. And and like the the sad part about the Olympics is below like the the like the exterior of the, the Olympics is like this pristine uh, the height of competition. Everyone should be here to want to watch it, experience it, but. You scratch that surface just a little bit, you reveal what the Olympics is. is a terrible business plan that is just traveling from country to country, ruining infrastructures. Oh, it's, like, it's like the state fair, basically. It's like no. the state fair on a global <laughs> Like the state fair shows up for two weeks, completely ruins the fairgrounds. <laughs> and then 12 months later, they do it again. That's because... Every every once in a while, the Olympics will, will pick. Will, they'll pick a city that can handle it. L.A. is going to be in like twenty twenty or twenty twenty four or something. Right, they don't have to do anything. Basically. No, they already have the infrastructure. They have the stadiums. They it won't be hard for L.A. to have the Olympics. But to put them in some country that doesn't have a soccer stadium, and they build a soccer stadium, and they build this thing for the luge, and they build this thing for yeah, like. I agree. In reality, in reality, what these other countries would do was not try to build monuments for these games, but just literally let them play where they would normally play games. Put them in, put them in this local little stadium outside of Nairobi, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and just let them play. Let it be a, a, I mean, yeah, take good care of the fields or whatever, but just put them right smack down in the middle where it's supposed to be instead of like creating all this. But they would never do that because it's like, uh, uh, it's probably like corporations and and ad and uh, you know it's it, it's creating a big scene. That's yeah, what it's yeah. all about. But like it's been proven time and time again that it's a bad investment. For, if you build all that shit, well, yeah. if it's a bad investment for the city. Like it would be much smarter for the city to invest or, or for for the Olympics to decide. Here's where we play badminton every four years. It's in France. So the Olympics are just played in front. Like that part of the Olympics are in France. Or they could even rotate. You know, like if you already have the infrastructure for a luge, you, your city is going to host a luge this year. And the, when they jump from city to city every four years, it'll be ceremonial. And that's where the opening ceremonies are. That's where the closing ceremonies are. That's, uh, you know, where all of the, uh, the broadcast are done. And, and and that's where the, the the hub of everything is. However, you don't have to build giant buildings to accommodate two weeks worth of sports. Yeah, but I gotta say though, I can't I can't even stand the opening ceremonies anymore. This is this is just like it's just like state propaganda. At this oh, it's point. No, it's it's all dumb. It's all dumb. It's like it's it's just government propaganda. Like you're like like China. What they do? Spend a billion dollars on their. Their um, opening yeah. ceremony, a twenty-minute stage show. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like cultural. Uh, I don't know. It's just propaganda. I, mean, I don't know yeah. how else to describe it. It, it. The Olympics are kind of the height of nationalism. Like, yeah, 
you're you're rooting for a team because you were born on a piece of land. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like if I was born in China, I wouldn't root for the United States. I'd root for China. Yeah. Man, this is like completely mirroring what we were talking about: those sports and politics, how they align yeah. with each other. It's the same yeah, exact shit. Yeah. It's 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 sad that you can't you can't really separate the two. Yeah, you really can't. Because every one of the topics we've brought up have kind of leaned into that. Yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. It re- Man, so true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the politics even, uh, well, this... I can't think, I can't, I, can't, I forgot my line there. Or exactly where I was going with that, so keep moving. Yeah. But yeah, so I guess we've, like, come to some kind of conclusion that... I think everybody kind of intuitively knows it, but the more you start exploring it, I think sports and politics have a lot in common and they, yeah. Oh, that's I, probably why they're there. Oh no. And I, and I just, this just hit me and we we're probably at time at this point, but this just hit me like the similarities between sports and politics I think that might be damaging the political spectrum because when you go to a baseball game, there's team A and there's team B. Yeah. There's left, there's right. There's not a team C for you to root for. There's going to be a winner or a loser. There's not a third party there. And if you're, if you have picked your team, if you picked your side and you always root for that side, then you're not working to compromise in the middle. Yeah, unless you're rooting for the success of Major League Baseball. Right. Ideally, like if, if... The if, league itself. You're, you'd have to be rooting for the league itself. Yeah. If if this metaphor completely lined up, everyone would be rooting for a tie. Yeah. Because ultimately in po- politics, being in the middle and having a bipartisan like idea in place is best for the country sports ties are bad. Yeah. So um, I don't know. How, how do we separate them? Like how do we treat? You, but I, st- I still think you got to look at it on a bigger scale, which is that you'd have to look at it from does the tie help the major help major league baseball be better and you'd have to be rooting for the for major league baseball to be better not rooting for teams okay so you're rooting for the sport to be better yeah you're rooting for the sport so you're rooting for the competition exactly and who does that uh, well i do who roots for well, i do you like root for the success of well, major league baseball well take take the take uh, take the the playoffs right now like i want the world series to go to game 7 yeah. I want there to be an exciting finish. Yeah. Okay. You know, I don't want it to be a sweep. Like the, 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 the NBA finals this year was, were, were a sweep. Like that's not exciting. That's not fun basketball. Yeah. So you're rooting for parody in a way then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're making this work. I like that. Hmm. And that's kind of what the NFL's done, you know, they're going yeah. more and more towards it. And, and and there isn't another and league that's making, more... And the NFL's making more and more quarterbacks be able to succeed, so that really helps for parity. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. 
Like, there's... It's, like, I could go on a huge rant about it. It's just, it's pathetic. What, what's... I can't stand how much scoring's happening. You know that, that, that Patriots-Chiefs game? Uh-huh. Literally zero punts. Literally none. Th- that was a fun game to watch. <laughs> it was, and D- it's not. Defense is boring, man. No, it's not. Those, That's funny. Those you guys like a fucking have, soccer fan right those now. Those guys have as much skill as the other half of the team. Like, it's just... It just those guys get injured more than the other half of the team. Why, why do we not give a fuck about them? Like, they're the ones really slamming bodies. Well, it, it, and if you it, it, don't give a fuck about them, then less and less of them go to it, and then the sport just becomes completely useless. And I am rooting for the sport there because I think you need balance. You True, true. Like, shutdown defenses don't really exist anymore. I know, but when they do, it's be- It's still beautiful. It's so it's beautiful boring. watching like it's a really good boring, quarterback man. not know what to do and watching his stupid fucking face. Out you there you know what was a terrible I love Super watching Bowl. Peyton Manning be confused and pissed a, off. A terrible. Damn, darn it. Terrible, terrible Super Bowl what? was the Broncos Panthers Super Bowl. That was pretty awful. But it, that was an ass whipping. It was a defensive ass whipping. The Broncos stomped the Panthers like from the defensive side. Peyton. Pey- Peyton Manning didn't do shit that game. I doubt that. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, I think they he scored like forty-five no. points. No, yeah, they did. They scored in the forties. He only threw one touchdown pass. I think he had like two hundred yards passing. Like it wasn't All even. All right, we gotta look. He this didn't up. do shit that game. Panthers, Broncos, Super Bowl. Oh my God! It was only twenty-four to ten. Yeah. So all the ass whipping happened in the first half, and then it was yeah. Von Miller had like it was like twenty one to zip in the first half, and then the rest of the game was yeah ten to three. It was a shit football game Ugh. because it was all defense. Like Von Miller had two strip sacks, I think. Oh, it was only thirteen to seven at the end of the first half. Holy he, shit! Yeah, he had a he had a strip sack that was returned for. a touchdown. Yeah, but I'll tell you, you could just feel Denver was going to win that game. Like, it wasn't even a question at the start of it, you know? Like, it, yeah, it was only 13 to 7.5, but I really did. I felt like Denver. Yeah, well, Denver was a better coach team, but it's because of their defense. Peyton Manning was along for the ride that year. I still need to look up that data. He didn't even get an MVP. Von Miller got the MVP. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Peyton Manning. 13 for 23, 145, 141 <laughs> yards, zero touchdowns and an interception. There we go. Yeah, it was zero touchdowns. A yeah. 56 quarterback rating. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I didn't know that that neck surgery really just ruined him. Well, no, no. It, it took like three years for the neck sur- surgery to ruin him. He had he had about four, three or four good years in in Denver. That wasn't one of them. It's true. Yeah, he had that first year there. Oh my yeah, god, record breaking year. Insane. That's true. But it, like the the high powered offense is what America wants to watch. It's flashy. It's a spectacle. It's loud. Like America loves attention. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fundamentally why soccer will never take off at at a you know, huge level because soccer is just defense until someone fucks up well, and scores. I've always argued that the reason soccer would never take hold here is because it's 
45 minute halves with no commercial breaks and you can't just cram in all your fucking bullshit about beer and whatever else. You, like there's no time to do it. You just have to show signs on a field and it, it would just like destroy an entire industry of if it, losers that, that do advertisements for it, a living. If uh, <laughs> there's ways for America to change soccer, to make it more. It's commercial. true. I could yeah. just turn the, the entire field to green screen. Just make it a commercial. <laughs> no but there's way like trust me if if soccer was more popular there would be stoppages that allowed they would just make they would just make them yeah they would just make them it's true they'd probably add quarters yeah just be quarters involved just quarters yeah it's like oh it's been 10 minutes and the corner kicks would take five minutes in between setup and Uh actual kick yeah they would just change the fucking rule we're america man (laughs) it's not popular because it's all defense oh no it's not all defense it's just really hard to score you know, that's all defense. No, it would be no, it's not. It would, it would be like if the end zone was compressed into a five yard spot at the at the back of the end zone, and and the field goals were compressed into five yards apart from each other. So like it would just be way harder to actually do. Yeah, but that still would be defense. Your defense would be winning because you were not allowing them to score. And in baseball, the exciting the thing is a home still run has to score. Offense still has yeah, a score. Yeah, and if your score and if your offense only scores twice a game, it's fine. It's boring. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. You know, there's a reason everyone cheers for home runs. It's true, but I mean, most people just don't. <clears throat> the average person just really doesn't can't appreciate some of the ability that it requires to do some of the things that yeah. people are doing, like. Nobody can truly appreciate. Like you can say, "Oh, a bicycle kick is awesome," but to truly appreciate what it takes to time a fucking ball moving through the air into you doing a flip and hitting it into a corner, it takes a lot to really appreciate how hard that fucking is. Yes, yes. But yeah, and it's the it's, same way with baseball. People don't they truly don't appreciate, appreciate how hard it is to hit a curveball. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. You know, the numbers bear out. <laughs> In baseball. Yeah. It's, it's, but again, it's not about skill. It's about entertainment. It's about entertainment. Yeah. And I think that's where we can wrap this up. So co-host Sergio, I'm going to let you, uh, close this out. I don't, since th- I, 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 since don't, I opened this. I don't think that's how you introduced me. It was like alternate co-host or co oppositional co-host. Uh, like, you, you, like you gotta something be to do with opposite, opposite, host. opposite host. Uh, we'll just call it opposite host. you got to be consistent, man. But uh, anyway, Sergio, as my opposite <laughs> host, would you like to close this bad boy out? Yeah, this uh, this has been Reality Recalibrated, uh, a reality breached podcast. It's the opposite of calibration. That's right. That's right. Uh, that was Daniel. He was your ho- co-host. Co- cohort. See, see, this is so conf- cohort. It's cohort. Cohort. So it's so confusing. Uh, I'm Sergio. Uh, thanks for listening if you made it this far. And uh, I, I hope you're enjoying your sports. Uh, it's, it's sports season. Unless it's soccer. Yeah, don't enjoy soccer. Don't 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 voice that on yourself. I'm a big fan of soccer, by the way. Go of course on. he is. Fucking hippie. Uh... <laughs> Later. Later. Turn it next
Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com.